there comes a time in the Christmas season that we need to step away from the holiday cheer, the celebration of family and presence and friendship, and take a moment out of our day, a moment for remembrance. When we think back 31 years ago to the terrorist attack that the great state of California had suffered. One American was lost that day. His name was Harry Ellis. If it wasn't for the hero that was able to overcome overwhelming odds against a group of German terrorists, who knows how much worse this attack could have been. So in this week that we celebrate Christmas, a moment of silence to Mr. Ellis and a raise of the glass to NYPD Detective John McLean. The universe has many horrors yet to throw at us. This is not the end of our struggle. This is just the beginning of our crusade to save humanity. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war, there is only dice and pipes. Welcome back to another Warhammer edition of the Dyson Pipes podcast. If this episode is anything like the D&D episode, you might want to just turn this fucking garbage off. What? You think it's good? Gold. Excellent. That's all I needed to hear. Minimum silver. I've been reassured. Minimum silver. So at least we're on the podium. Maybe bronze. Whatever. We're on the podium. That's <laughs> that's respectable. Uh, I am Chris. Along with me is Brian. Um, Brian, are you Okay. That glass. Uh, hold on a second. Let's just let's hit timeout for a second. Not on the recording, but just a break in, in the dialogue here. At the end, from the end of the D and D episode to the beginning of this episode, you've downed half a glass of coquito for zero reason whatsoever. I think you're just trying to bring upon pain for yourself. Either that, or you're you're using the coquito to stave off the cold. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's only a. a a, a cunt hair left of this, uh, a piss whisker, if you will. Ah, yes. It's a shame we don't have another word like valedictorian that you can just roll constantly over and over again. And by the way, fuck you. I see what you did. I see that you brought up your your lack of knowledge on how that word was supposed to be spoken on the D&D side, knowing that if you fucked up on this one, <laughs> I was going to make it... Balls difficult for you to fucking pass. <laughs> oh, it was going to be like 80 dice with a DN of 4,000. We'd be scrambling like all the dice in the West Cabin to fucking roll on the table. Um, anyway, welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast and Merry Christmas. Um, I guess it's also Hanukkah too, right? So happy Hanukkah. I think Kwanzaa's today. What, what about Festivus? What day is Hanukkah? I don't know. I got an alert on my phone, I think, early last week that it was... On the first day of Hanukkah, my true love sent to me. 
Easy. Easy. Pipe tobacco. Something that rhymes with me. <laughs> Maybe has a Z-I. <laughs> nine, 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 nine. Oh, boy. I would say follow what's next On week, the but, second uh, day of okay. Hanukkah, my true love sent to me. Mm-hmm. Two ch- chugging. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. They did kill Jesus. <laughs> There's going to be a lot. You might How are you not taking notes in your hamburger pad? <laughs> Every time I look over at you and I see you drinking. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. That was just in there. Good. Every time I look over at you and I see that you're drinking Coquito, my blood begins to boil, and I think of the one out of 50 people that did not respond back to my Merry Christmas text. Sam. Sam. What am I supposed to be taking notes on? Uh, I think there's a lot of... I don't even want to say the word. Anti-mm-mm-mm shit that's come out in this episode. Anti-aircraft. A lot of anti-aircraft stuff. A lot of Nimitz-class... Carriers, yes, that you need to edit out. Okay, edit. Uh huh. Uh huh. From minute one to <laughs> now, what Nim- are we at? Six? Nimbus clouds. Yes, take out the Nimbus clouds. <clears throat> well, I've already ruined it, Brian. I already told people what you're drinking. You're having some coquito. I do see the beautiful red stem of your lovely meerschaum pipe. Uh, by the way, its name? Uh, Reginald. Uh, Sir Reginald the Servo Skull. Yes. And um, I have my little, uh, my bones pipe that I use for my English slash Balkan tobacco. And in that, I'm smoking the Arango Tang. Tang, Balkan Supreme. Still drinking this Knob Creek rye. Brian was kind enough to give me a beautiful uh, Christmas present, even though I am Jewish. Um, Gave me this beautiful Christmas present. It's a Yom Kippur present. No. They it's a Yamka present. They, no, that's not how that works. Uh, this is the Dungeons and Dragons Bestiary. Eight mini notebooks of... Oh, here, it actually tells you on the back. Two graphed, two dotted, two lined, two blank. Like my brain. You can follow us on Instagram, Reddit, and uh, Twitter. Dyson Pipes. Not what the ampersand. No. You spell that motherfucker out. That's A and D. Yes. Not D and D. A and... Uh, Not A and D. <laughs> or if we do things the way that you pronounce it, A and V, valedictorian. Okay. No? Too soon? God forbid I don't know a certain word. Just got to pull the Band-Aid off, my man. One word gotta out of the d- entire English language. Got to deal with the pain. That I don't know. Got to deal with the pain. Uh, this might be a quick intro. We're going to see how the uh, how the toast goes, but because uh, that one might get a little out of control, but whatever. Um we covered drinks. We covered smokes. Look, we're going to get right into it. We're still in that hangover period of, mm-hmm. of Christmas, mm-hmm. the whole holiday season. So uh, 
I want everybody out there to raise their glass oh. and join me in recognizing that when we take a look at... Dude, what the fuck is going on? Who cares? Keep Dude, going. Satan just entered the West Cabin. The lights are coming down. Keep going. Um, <clears throat> when we take a look at greatest Christmas movies of all time, okay? Of all time. Of all time. Not only should this movie... <laughs> Brian got up way too fast. And by way too fast, I mean with normal human speed and almost fell backwards into his chair. That Coquito fucking packs a punch, huh? Oof. Not only should this movie be recognized as a Christmas movie, it should be recognized as one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. And that movie, if you were paying attention to the intro, is Die Hard. You're looking at me like you completely disagree. Now, do you disagree that it's a Christmas movie, or do you disagree that it's one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time? I don't fucking care. No, no, no. There is no not caring. Yeah, there is. This is me not caring. No, there is no on the fence with this shit. You're either with us or you're against us. So right now, do or die, you got to make up your mind. What happened? Did you just mute your own microphone? Yes. You, it really just goes to show you Barry does fucking nothing here. <laughs> he does nothing. You, I'm for back. levity in the show, you had to mute your own. Where is Barry? Did you mute my microphone? Yes. Hello! This is, hear me, listeners? <laughs> this is what we care for about your argument. <laughs> Hello? Okay, yes. am I back? Yes, you're back. Thank you. I was on a timeout. Uh, there, there is no, I don't care. Yes, there is. No, I'm going to tell you why you should care. Okay. Because this is what's happening, and uh, people are going to shut this shit off. This is what's happening? Happening, I said. Okay. What's wrong with your ears? Coquito filling the eardrums. Are you okay? <laughs> Got some snap to them. Yeah, this is what we're going to do. Here's where I draw the line. Um, when we take a look at Die Hard, and John McClane shows up to Shirley's office at whatever, was it Nagatomi, Nakataki? Sakutumi, karaoke. Uh -oh. Shut up! <laughs> Nakatomi Plaza. Right, that's what I said. So he shows up to Nakatomi Plaza, and what what, what are they doing in her office? What kind of party are they having? A Christmas party. A Christmas party. What's in the office that would tell you right out of the gate that they're having a Christmas party? A Christmas tree. A fucking Christmas tree. So why is it that in, in show prep, which I rarely do, um, but in, in prep for the show, when I looked up lists upon lists upon lists of greatest Christmas movies of all time, and then they go over the synopsis for the movie, when they get to Die Hard, and a lot of other movies... And it's just infuriating when they say that it is a, a holiday season movie. No, it isn't. It's not a holiday season movie. It's a, fuck, it's a Christmas movie, you know? It's a, there's Christmas trees. They're saying Merry Christmas. They're buying Christmas presents for Christmas. 
It's a Christmas movie. When the debate just took place, right? What was it last week? The Democratic debate, the primaries. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do we just call that a political debate? Because the last time I checked, that is being dubbed the Democratic primary debate. So we're narrowing it down to Democrats. We're picking the holidays, so to speak. It's a Christmas fucking movie. Why is it so difficult for people to say that? Am I wrong or am I right? When, when there was that old movie about Lou Gehrig and the Yankees. Can't think of the fucking name of the movie right now. But that was a movie about the Yankees. That wasn't a movie about baseball. What, why do we have to go so broad? Because we're afraid to say something. It, it is what it is. If there's a movie about fucking Hamas, we're not just saying, oh, it's a... You know, like, we're not beating around the bush. You just fucking say what it is. Why are we so afraid? Take your balls, throw them on the fucking table. Let's be fucking men. Now I'm getting aggravated. Acting like a man. What's the matter with you? Anyway, my point of view is Die Hard is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. I would say easily top 10. With It's a Wonderful Life being number one. Okay. Your, your opinion now. What do you say? Uh, where does it rank on your favorite Christmas movies of all time? It doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. Uh, wh where do you say it ranks in your greatest holiday movies of all time? It doesn't. So you're just, you're that afraid you can't even call it a holiday movie. No, it, 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 it doesn't make the list. How does it not make the list? Give me your top 10 Christmas movies then. Let's see if you can even name three. In no particular order. Okay. A Christmas Story. Okay. <clears throat> uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. The original, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Elf. Elf is a great movie. Uh, that Rudolph movie that's all claymation. Stop it. What, what's his face? He wants to be a dentist? Mm -hmm. Really? With Yukon Jones or whatever the fuck. Was it Jack? Yeah, Yukon Jack. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And the Yeti. Yes, yes. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay, now you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Why? These are better than Die Hard. See, Chris, the problem is opinions are subjective. No, my opinion is objective. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it ranks in the top 20 of my favorite action movies. Maybe top 10. Hold on. There is even doubt that as a standalone, just take Christmas out of it, mm -hmm. that it would only make your top 20? Maybe 10. 10 or 11. Dude, Die Hard spawned the action movie of the single hero that overcomes overwhelming odds. Yeah? Yeah. First one. First one ever. Okay. Yep. First one ever. Never happened before. Wow. Yep. Okay. That that's it's, how great. How many movies do you think there are? How many action movies do you think there are? Eighty-two. <laughs> I told you I did my research of all the time. Show. There's eighty-two action movies. Mm -hmm. One every decade that they've been filming. <laughs> yep. MGM so came for, around eight hundred twenty years ago. For Die Hard to make my top ten, maybe number eleven, uh -huh. action movies out of hundreds maybe th maybe thousands of action movies that's right. that's not disparaging the good goddamn name of die hard sure it is cuz i just don't ride time. die hard's dick like everybody else does well you should why because you just learn how to deal with the d not the v 
I would say it's what it's maybe Bruce Willis's top three movies. Wait, you wouldn't even say that that's Bruce Willis's best movie? Wow, you're such a hater. No. You're I just ha- trying to be a like, cool kid in the room that's no. just trying to buck the trend, go against the go against the No, brain. this is probably how most people feel. No, I don't think you're so. part of this like basic bitch. <laughs> yes, yes. Ugh boot wearing motherfuckers <laughs> that I, are like, oh it's like someone somewhere made this this revelation that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and then everyone was just like, Fuck yeah, greatest Christmas movie ever, because we just found out there was a fucking Christmas movie. Nobody talked shit about Die Hard ever until like Facebook and then constantly the debate on Facebook. I left Facebook for almost four years mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. came back and still on Christmas Day, shots fired at Nakatomi Plaza. Get fucked. That's what I say. Why do you hate Carl Winslow so much? Why is there so much hatred? It's this is this is the holiday season. Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. That's how they say it in the TV version. It's always been a Christmas movie. I don't care. It's a fine film. It's a fine Christmas film. Whatever. Sure. No, just say it. I don't care. No, but just admit what it is, and then we can move on. Just, It's a fine Christmas film. <laughs> it doesn't even rank in your top three Bruce Willis movies. No, I said it's probably one of my top three Bruce uh, Willis well, movies. Probably. Okay, well, what would beat it? Tears of the Sun. Terrible. What's Tears of the Sun about? It's a horrible fucking movie with Bruce Willis. What's it about, though? I'm sorry. Let me go to IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Death Wish was really good. Death Wish was good. Does not beat Die Hard. Dude, Die Hard had everything. I don't want to tell you what my favorite Bruce Willis movie is because you're going to make fun of me. Yes, I am. What is it? I don't want to tell you. I'll give you a hint. It is not the whole nine yards. It is also not the sixth sense. I thought that movie was highly overrated. Uh, Yeah. Highly overrated. When when the reveal happened, my reaction was, oh, no shit. Hmm. Right. Yeah, nothing like... I wasn't... Like, it was good. I just... Holy fuck, he's dead! (laughs) Joey! Joey, Bruce is fucking dead! That's why I can never get in the door! He's a fucking ghost! (laughs) You liked Moonlighting. No. With Sybil Shepard. Nope. That wasn't it. What was your favorite movie? What, okay, was it before or after Die Hard? Die Hard was done in 88. Oh, it was after, I think. Uh, you're a bonfire of the vanities kind of guy. Uh, no. Oh, okay. The? The Jackal. That's a fucking good movie. That is a good movie. That might. You know what? Die Hard might be four. Stop it. Fifth Element. Dude, I'm not going to laugh. That movie was awesome. Lilo Dallas Multipass. I love that movie. All right, so you got Fifth Element. Okay. Not better than Die Hard, but Fifth Element. Jackal. The Jackal is a good movie. Not better than Die Hard, though. That's fine. 
You're okay. allowed to like whatever order of movies, whatever no, no, no. style of movies this you like. This is an objective list. No, it's not. Sure it is. And one of his greatest movies... The statement is only true if it's always true. Okay, let's let's test that. Die Hard is one of the greatest Christmas movies ever. Statement is true and always true. Yep, objective. <laughs> Nailed it. For you... Right, you, the listener, which encompasses everybody that hears my voice. No. All seven billion. You got fuck it. Listen, it's a great movie when he's fighting with Hans Muber and the blonde guy, Fabio, whatever the fuck, uh, and he keeps cutting his feet on the glass. Dude's got a little of everything, a little love story. I like Die Hard with a Vengeance. I've never seen it. Who's in that? Bruce Willis. Oh, they made... Hold on. They made a sequel to Die Hard. <laughs> Die Harder. Because I don't remember any. You don't what? I don't remember any. You don't remember? I said remember. No, what? you didn't. Okay. I'll play this game with you. <laughs> On Dyson Pipes. Mm-hmm. When you fuck up your words. I can't wait to go back and listen to that. You find yourself in a roll the drink situation. Here mm-hmm. on the Warhammer side of things, we are rolling mm-hmm. five dice. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. With a difficulty of ten. As always. Nailed it. I did get a exalted on my rat die. Fuck. Cheers. Now? Yeah, right now. Oh, okay. Oh, God. All right, I think we just get right into the gameplay. Uh, People out there, they know. They know what's up. They know that Die Hard is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. The what? Die Hard is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. I'll roll again. Because <laughs> that is not what I said. I was like... Okay. Gameplay? Yeah, yeah, gameplay. Warning, the following gameplay includes scenes of extreme violence and gore. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, that was that was deep. <laughs> that came from deep in the plums. That was, that was the deepest one by far. Alright, I think I'm done for now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh so we are landing in Athuna. <laughs> from from all ends now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're having a rough day. Yeah, let's maybe uh we'll we'll go ahead, start from the beginning. Do you want me to <laughs> <laughs> No, you might want to keep this. <laughs> At some point I might throw up during this episode. <laughs> Fuck man. Okay. I'll grow up. No no no, don't grow up. That's why people listen. You think? You guys are sophomoric. Uh, if if we ever get a one star and a comment like that, dude, I am diving in straight headfirst into the shallow end. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, no. My bad. It's, it's uh. Oh, excuse Here me. Go. Here we go. We're a fucking mess right now. Yeah, can't even start. Come on. 
Okay. I might save this for the intro for uh, yeah, Warhammer. Yeah. This is a, a fucking disaster. Oh, oh shit. These are getting worse. <laughs> these are getting worse. Maybe yeah. if you keep doing that, we'll cut enough of them together. I can put together a Christmas album. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. You can't do those, though. I, I can't burp. You just have this weird guttural yes. sound emerging from deep in the plums. It's like there's something in my stomach and he's taking a bath. <laughs> he keeps moving around. Splish splash. Blubber ducky, you're <laughs> the one. What is happening? This is the fucking 41st millennium. God damn it. We we need to take this a little more seriously. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull myself together. Let's begin. Okay. So... You are landing in this jungle planet, teeming with life, in Athuna. That's the name of the planet. And right now you are tasked with finding a crew. It's just myself and X51. Yes. Also, it's worth noting that the crazy Russian ladies are here. Which means it's also... Thursday. Which is? Garbage day. Nailed it. Oh, yes. It's happening today. The roads are icy. Yeah. I think the lid of my garbage can is frozen shut. Oh, so he's going to, it's going to be like an epic battle today. Yes. Oh, this is awesome. Okay. Um, so it's, it's Bannon and X-51 who's going to be exiting this transport ship. Correct. Nobody else on the ship is coming with us. were we given direction, or was I aware of any particular area of where uh, this transport ship should land on this planet? There's a dockyard where oh. it's landing. Uh, this isn't a hive world, so it, it's not like there's districts and there's cities and that kind of thing. This but it is, is a civilized world. I know it's mainly jungle, but... I don't know if you would know. All you know is there's a lot of life signatures. Okay. You don't think that's like... Like I could pull it up on a data slate, almost like a like the the forty k version of Wikipedia. Yeah, I think you could, just to get a sense. Uh, and and the only reason why I ask is I'm wondering because you know again I'm landing on on some <clears throat> on some foreign planet. Right. All or right. So give like, me uh, let's do our first roll. Give me an investigation test. Difficulty two. I might have to sit on my Surface Pro to warm it up like an egg. Is not charging. No, 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 no. I don't even need to charge it right now. It, it's at like 35% or whatever. Let me see. Yeah, nailed it. 35%. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you ask for? Uh, investigation test. Difficulty two. Okay. I have a four in that. And I fail with a complication. <laughs> okay. So not only... I... This this is what I think happens. Someplace else, in another star system. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. This is Athuna that we're at. I find Ethuna, which is also a jungle planet, but it gives me the completely wrong information. I agree. Okay. So as far as you know, this is a highly civilized planet, uh, which is known to export uh, deep jungle moss. Which is perfect for fertilizing plants inside of void ships. 
It has oh. a high durability for warp travel. Okay. So it's like a, a sustainable moss that would be used. Correct. Okay. This is excellent. I can't wait to find some higher life forms here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Bannon is comforted by this, this research that he stumbled upon. <clears throat> he knows that based on this he's he's not alone so hopefully this uh this journey this expedition this quest to find this astropath is a quick one so he can get back to the uh the important matters right that are before him and obviously the inquisitor so we land at the dockyard yes and it's sparsely populated there's a couple of people working on it but uh the dockyard itself the landing pad is covered in like vines Almost like the, the jungle is retaking whatever was left here by man. So it looks like those, um, like, Chernobyl pictures that you see. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. It, it kind of shocks him. He's like, wait, no, I thought this is some thriving, bustling, eh, whatever. Maybe it's just this dock. Maybe right. the vegetation is just so powerful, which is why they export this moss. It just grows, like, at an exponential exactly. rate. yeah. So he exits the ship, and um, I, I, I would still think that Bannon is riding on like this sense of like pride, and um, even though he's been given this awkward news about his, you know, the scar tissue in his brain, and you know, the lack of memories that he has, <clears throat> you know, he's been referred to as Inquisitor. Right. He's met the Inquisitor. And had numerous conversations, missions on his behalf, things like that. So he's riding high. So he, he just kind of walks. He's just projecting um, what's the word? Confidence on behalf of the uh, you know, on behalf of the Emperor. The Order. Right? Yeah. So as he steps out, he uh, he, he maybe looks for somebody who's a little more Okay. Um, I'm taking notes on a cheeseburger. Very busy mails here. Thursday's a busy day at the West Cabin. It really is. It's incredible. Food deliveries, garbage mail. That is a big fucking box, dude. Oh, that might be uh, the wife's... Uh, I hope she does not fall down your driveway. You have uh, like a the female uh, yeah. postal carrier. That would be the vacuum robot for the pool. Oh, nice. Very bougie here at the West Cabin. Uh, yeah. We can't even be bothered to clean our own pool. We hire a robot. <laughs> Let me tell you something on an aside here. If I was your mail carrier, yeah, I'm not, I'm not walking down the hill <laughs> in an ice storm. I'm going <laughs> to let it go on the driveway and hope that the ice takes it all the way down to yeah. the car. The problem is, most people don't have a sense of humor or a sense of decency. I have both, so if I caught her well. on my on my <laughs> oh, no. if I caught her on my ring camera sliding the pack, I would laugh my balls off. Yes, with her followed behind it, <laughs> that, that would be like the greatest toboggan. thing. <laughs> she she made it back into the uh, the postal vehicle. All right, I'm sorry. Do you think she saw me just sitting here ignoring her? No, 100 percent no, because I watched her the whole time, and her head never even turned this. And just focused on not dying. Y yeah. Yeah, dude, that's treacherous. 
You know, even walking <laughs> on a flat, like level surface, it's difficult. Let alone that that slope that is the front of your driveway. So, um, all right, we digress. So again, as Bannon steps off, he, he's going to look for somebody who maybe he feels as though is in charge or, you know, maybe based on their looks might might have a, a little more mm, information that would lead him in the right direction based on whatever questions he decides to ask. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see, uh, like, like, like I said, very minimally staffed this dockyard. There's literally like one or two guys. All right, so he'll approach them. Excuse me. Uh, yes. How far to the city limits? And he just kind of looks at you. Uh, well, everyone's about a kilometer to the west. Uh, thank you for your help. Uh, means of transportation. And he kind of looks around. Uh, who are you with? On behalf of the emperor. Means of transportation? Oh, uh, sure. We have we have uh, this old land speeder here. Shit is just not adding up for him right now. He's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" You, you'll bring it back, right? To, uh, of, of course. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, just obviously. I mean, you already know. You know, be careful. And he hands you like the, the keys no. <laughs> of this thing. Okay. And goes back to typing on his uh, cogitator. He, <clears throat> Bannon will hop on this land speeder and uh, get it turned on. And we'll head west. All right. Very confused. So as you're, uh, as you're traveling west, uh, give me an awareness test. Difficulty two. I do not pass. Okay. So as you're traveling, you hear something zip overhead. Very loud. But by the time you kind of like look up and kind of like it's gone. Whatever right. it was. It was machinery of some kind. A ship perhaps. But traveling fast in the same direction you're going. It sounded like some sort of engine. <coughs> right. Okay. Alright, he just chalks it up to like the normal hustle and bustle of a of a city. Okay. You know, like a developed region. And we'll continue to uh, to head west. Okay. So I would say after uh, a few minutes or so, um, you start seeing signs of life in the form of, like, tents. Tents. Yeah. He looks to X51. Refugees? Uh, are you asking her to kind of like scan things and find out what's going on? Or are you just asking more or less like like talking out loud? No, I'm I'm like throwing that at her. It all, not so much asking because I feel like I already did my research, but obviously I'm starting to realize that something it, went, went nothing missed. is yeah. adding up here. So X51, uh, so you, you just say refugees and yeah. X51 kind of just scans quickly. These tents are military grade. 
Are we stepping into some conflict that... Maybe we should pull back. Okay. And I, I stop the land speeder. And out loud, I just look at X51 and I say, if if there was some sort of military conflict, wouldn't the two workers at the docks, don't you think they might have said something? Is there anything that you can tell me about this area that apparently I overlooked in my research? So uh, X51 kind of uh, sits for a moment. I have no data on this planet. However, you did inform the dark workers that you were here on behalf of the Emperor. I did. Perhaps there are others here on behalf of the Emperor. Perhaps. All right, I get the land speeder going again, and I... How, how, the, the tents are in, like, in the distance? Or I'm, like, actually within... I would say, like, it's you like broke a through some, like, canopy, and then you saw, like, a couple of these tents on, like, the outskirts of a larger encampment. Okay, well, as the land speeder gets closer, Bannon is going to look to see if maybe there's any sort of, like, identifiable markings on the tents, or if he sees any of these soldiers in, you know, costume. So, uh, as you're Searching around. Give me an investigation test. Difficulty two. I fail. Off to a good start. <laughs> Over three. <laughs> with a complication. Not this time. Uh, so you don't detect anything that stands out, but you do... Um, You do confirm that these are military equipment. This is a military equipment. Okay. Approximately how many tents am I seeing? In your immediate area, you're seeing about 14 tents. All right. Is there a way that I can kind of like circumnavigate the uh, the area that the tents are in? Sure. Are you going to go on foot, or are you thinking... You're no, 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 yeah. still on the, the land speeder. Have I traveled the approximate kilometer that they told yeah, me? roughly. Okay, hold on. So that might change everything. Um, all right, I'm going to... I'm going to... I stopped the land speeder, and I'm going to... I'm going to get off. Okay. And I'm going to walk into Tent City here. You see a sign that says, Welcome to Los Angeles. <laughs> Escape from LA. Call me Snake. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, um, I make my way. It, cautiously, I'm not like. Uh, what are you wearing, by the way? Are you decked out in inquisitorial garb? I, I guess yes and no. Um, not like full blown with prayer hymns and you know um okay or if i guess my question would be as a, a layman walking around who's familiar with the empire of man if i was to look at you would I they be, would oh, know shit. that i'm here on behalf of the inquisitor okay but i'm not like how you see in books with just the faith seals and like right. you're not like overboard correct okay so i would say maybe one or two but like the eye symbol 
yeah, with the skull in the middle, like on more your subtle. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. I think Bannon, uh, and and again, you know, this kind of newfound title that he's received, he's super proud of it, and he almost feels as though this is something that yes, you you do not hide, right? Right. This is I am. This is who I am now, and it's out there. There is like the whole like stealth side, to, uh, um, unless obviously it calls for it, but something like this, like he's on this mission on behalf of the Empire, right? The Emperor. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I'm not gonna hide it. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to walk into this tent walk city. Into camp. Uh, are you announcing yourself or like, hello, anyone here? Or are you just kind of... Well, I'm going to look to see if there's any... Is like everybody inside the tent? Uh, anybody like milling around? Or? Uh, give me investigation. Difficulty two. All right, I pass. I have two. Two icons. Okay. Uh, so you can see that most of the tents are open. Uh, and they are empty. But if you were to continue walking, you don't see anybody around, but it doesn't look abandoned. It looks like everyone's off doing something, and maybe they're going to return. You get that impression. Um, All right. I start eating their food. No. <laughs> well, all right, so once Bannon gets the sense that there is pretty much nobody around that they're on some excursion someplace else, he's going to make his way back to the land speeder. Okay. And I'm going to continue. Now I'll just go straight through the camp. Okay. And I'm going to continue in the direction that I was pointed in. So continue west. Correct. Okay. So uh, I would say after a minute or so... Which is, I'm sorry, that's the direction from what I can assume, being that I didn't see it, that's the direction that that, that ship was also flying, correct? Uh, yes, you believe so. Okay, right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna continue in that direction. All right. So as you continue west for a minute or two, maybe five minutes, you come to another outcropping of tents, roughly the same size, maybe a little bigger, maybe a little smaller, but roughly the same size. Uh, this one does have a few people milling around in it. Now, based on the fact that I'm seeing people, are there any like markings on their armor or anything that would give away who were? what they belong to. Uh, give me investigation difficulty one. All right, I pass and I can shift. So you recognize that these people are members of the Astra Militarum. I tried to suppress that one. Okay. All right, so uh, Bannon will make his way down to the camp. Okay. He'll hop off the land speeder, and, you know, he'll approach on foot. Okay. Uh, so as you're approaching the camp, a couple of the soldiers kind of see you, and their first blush is to draw weapons, but as they kind of like fixate on you, they realize what you're wearing and they hold off. So they're they're keeping their guns in like a ready position, but not pointed at you. She can make it. The planet is known as Ithuna. 
Uh, yeah. Right, not Ethuna. It's I T H. I'm just for for conversational purposes. That's about okay. to come up. Yeah. It, so it would be known as Ithuna. Right. Okay. So I just you know I, I as you would walking into a situation where you want to seem very like um, non-confrontational. I just kind of put my hands out to my side, like palms facing, uh, not like um yeah, not with my arms parallel to the ground, but maybe like six to eight inches off of like the lines of. Uh, of the long coat that I'm wearing. Okay. Um, you know, palms facing the uh, the members of the Astra Militarum. And uh, as I approach, how many... I would say there's probably like three guys here, and one of them is about to call back uh, to the people behind them. Okay. So as Bannon approaches, uh, he just says, Greetings, Astra Militarum. On Athuna? Why is the Inquisition here? Uh, Lieutenant! Uh, yes, please. Lieutenant, yes. Thank you. Uh, so they, they lower their weapons. They're like, well, we're glad to see you. What's going on? Uh, there was a Xenos artifact that was found here, and we're having a little bit of difficulty procuring it. I just nod my head and I wait for the uh, for the lieutenant. All right, so eventually this uh, this heavier set older fella uh, kind of approaches you. He's like, the Inquisition. Well, everything okay? Yes, I'm not here for this. I have my own mission. Xenos. Artifact. Yeah. yeah, we found it. Uh, we got reports of a Xenos artifact. There's a a jungle temple uh, about six clicks to the west. Uh, this is the outer perimeter. Uh, we're a staging area for equipment and weapons. Uh, we're having a hard time securing this artifact. What's the issue? Uh, local rabble and uh, some Xenos, possibly the owners of this artifact, not keen to us uh, taking it, I suppose. I see. Uh, I'm sorry, Inquisitor. Uh, based on your armor, you're not from Ordo Xenos. You're from Ordo Hereticus. Everything okay? Oh, everything is fine. Perhaps we can be mutually beneficial to each other. Of, of course, yeah. Let me see if there is a way that I can help you, and in return, uh, if you could provide some information for me. Sure. Yeah, of course. What is it that I can do to help aid in your uh, your quest here? Well, if it's extra manpower you seek, I'm always up for the for the fight. I appreciate that. Um we actually have extra manpower. They're just they're pinned down right now. They Their ship was shot down, and they're in a very tactical, disadvantageous location. We have a detachment of Space Wolf uh, Ultramarines, uh, but they are pinned in. And there are heavy artillery batteries that are keeping them locked away inside of a marshy mountain mess uh, to the northeast. Uh, perhaps you and 
He kind of looks around your crew. Uh, could help extrapolate these space marines. My mission requires more tact. Uh, I'm here alone. But none of this is adding up. My research of Athuna did not uncover any sort of heretical or Xenos incursion. Mm. Uh, I mean, maybe your dad is old. I mean, this this skirmish has been going on for... I, mean, it's, I guess it's fairly new. It's only been going on for a couple of weeks. We just landed here uh, maybe three weeks ago. Originally, we were just a supply depot, and then things started getting hot. So the forward operating mm. base only opened maybe, like I said, two weeks ago. What information do you require, Inquisitor? Uh, there is an asset on this planet that I'm attempting to procure. Um, side note. Um, discussing locations of psychers is something that would be brought up to like somebody from the Astra Militarum, like I, I, they might they got like maybe depending on how educated they are in like the overall empire of man, right? Would probably dictate whether they knew what you were talking about or not. You have a Penske truck backing into your driveway. So what the fuck is going on here today? It's Thursdays, dude. It's just crazy. And for some reason, my feet are so cold. I have my shoes off. I have my feet like pressed up against the, the heater. He's coming all the way down your driveway. You think he'll slide all the way into your car? Oh, my God. If he does, I'm running out there and pretending <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> oh. I think he's FedEx. He's got like a... Uh, why is a FedEx driver operating a Penske truck. He's got like the black and purple outfit. Budget cuts. Because we all know how much you love uniforms. <laughs> as long as he's not wearing any fucking brown socks. <laughs> fucking Nancy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Part of me prays that he gets stuck and he can't get out. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, this guy is like really in it. Where is he going? He's literally backing all the way up. This is good. Oh, he's finally stopped. He he doesn't want to leave anything to chance. <laughs> he backed into my garage. <laughs> is he FedEx? I believe so. Black and purple people eater. That's it. I'm going to start yelling, help me. <laughs> and let's see what he does. Uh, he's going He's going around to the back. Now he's walking up the path to the front door, it seems. Like, help me. How does that keep happening? I, I think there's just enough tension and the cord that my headphones use, it's a coiled... Uh-oh. And I think the slightest move... If you turn the wrong way, it... Yeah, it operates like a spring, and it just kind of, like, sucked <laughs> it right off of the chair. 
I hope he's not looking for a signature because I am not coming out of here. No, no, no. He's back. Oh, good. He's back. Help! Sans package. Help! Whenever these things happen, mm -hmm. I always have this eternal debate in my mind whether I want to keep this in or not. You, wait, you want to keep what in? I was discussing my FedEx deliveries. Oh, oh, in the... No, too bad. We should cut this and then splice it into the intros. Way too much work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Especially since this is going out tomorrow. Yes. Um, I, I don't hear the truck started. So I guess FedEx grabs Penske trucks when they're too busy on the holidays? I guess so. Oh, poor Greg. Any gaming today, perhaps? Oh, God. So he can not show up again? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I, I can't focus until I find out if this guy... Dude, no, I can't go back to... No, no, this has to come to some sort of conclusion. <laughs> it has to. so cold that this tobacco wasn't even drying out. Like, I have to hold it down at the heat. What's he doing? Is he back in the cab? No, he's in the back of the truck. Okay, I, I hear him moving. There he is. There he is. Okay. Shh, 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 shh. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. <laughs> 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 You're going to have to chop that one part out. Okay, he's off. All right, he's off. Let's see. Can his truck exit the planet of Hoth? <laughs> he's, he's moving. He's moving. Yeah, it's not that bad. So what did he take out? What did he drop off? That big tall box right there? Or was that with the male lady? Male nah, the, her, her box was kind of uh, like more square. Okay, that's the that's the robot, the square one. Yeah. So it's the big tall one. Mm. Oh, is, oh, I bet you it's my daughter's trampoline. Ah, very cool. Very cool. Okay. All right, I think we're good. He's he's left the premises. Excellent. All right, we can go back. Oh, it's recording. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it recorded that whole thing. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Why not? Um, uh, yeah, Bannon will look to the lieutenant, and he realizes, like, talking in this code is not, not going to get him anywhere. I'm like, looking for an asset. I just kind of scratch my head and say, uh, I I'm, uh, I'm trying to procure a psyker on behalf of the Inquisition. Uh, a sanctioned psyker? At this point, any psyker will do. Oh, I see. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that we have one or two in one of our encampments that I'm sure they would be willing to give to the Inquisition. Well, I appreciate that. Let's focus on the task at hand, and then we can come to terms afterwards. All right. So the lieutenant is looking for a mission to take out these batteries that are right. I'm, I'm assuming they're they're almost operating like anti-aircraft. Right. 
Okay. Does he have a squad that's looking to go, or he's looking for... Yeah, I mean, I mean, these guys don't. You'd have to go to the forward operating base to okay. find, like, soldiers to go with you. Okay. All right, well, if that's that's what he's looking for, then that's exactly what I'll do. I'll work my way back to the land speeder. Uh, if, if you want, uh, Inquisitor, we have Sky Ravens that can get you there quickly. Oh, I shouldn't torture myself with the... <laughs> The fucking <laughs> land speeder that moves at like 20 clicks an hour. <laughs> that would be most generous. Thank you. And uh, he grabs a couple of pilots and a gunner and onto the... Can I steal his psyker? And gunner? <laughs> <laughs> you climb out of the Sky Raven and away we go. Uh, it's a short trip, just a few minutes to go uh, the 10 kilometers or so. Okay. And you have approached the forward operating base. This one is large. There are at least 50, 60 tents uh, kind of uh, arranged in like a semicircle with like a HQ almost in the center. Okay. So far, it's safe to safe to assume that the only people that I've encountered so far on this planet are Astra Militarum. Correct. All right. All right. So I patiently uh, await the landing of this Sky Raven, and uh, I guess after it lands, you know, I'll, I'll I'll step off and I make my way towards. If one of the tents looks as though that's like their command post, yeah, with yeah in the Bob. center there's like a like a headquarters. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'll I'll make my way to uh, to that. So inside, uh, you see like a hollow map, uh, kind of glowing with uh, regiments of soldiers with arrows, almost like a like a tactical layout of the area. All right. Uh, and you see the icon of the empire uh, up in like a valley with a circle around it. And then to the southwest of that icon, you see two large red X's. Uh, and there's a man in lots of regalia standing there. Uh, he only has one arm. His other arm is robotic. I like this guy. And you can hear him gruffly like barking out orders and people running around. Okay. So, uh, if there is a, a path, I will uh, make my way into this tent. And as long as nobody stops me. Yeah, they know, would have radioed ahead, so they probably know that you're coming. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I, I approach... Uh, <coughs> is it... It's common to be an acolyte, but refer to yourself as Inquisitor. If they don't know. Like, they just see a person in inquisitorial garb. They, they have no idea. Better to err on the side of caution. Like, if you don't correct them, they won't ask. Right, okay. So then, would it be customary for me to introduce myself as Inquisitor? Probably not. You probably wouldn't know. So that also might be on you to err on the side of caution. So, like, if somebody inter uh, addresses you as Inquisitor, that's up to you whether you want to correct them or not. Who is it, and now this is just my... I, I just can't remember who it was. Who called me Inquisitor? Someone referred to me as Inquisitor, and I can't fucking... Oh, the, the 
Grand Inquisitor. He called me Inquisitor. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, no, I, I run with it, a hundred percent. Not knowing. I mean, you are technically a, an Inquisitor. Right. You're just a rookie, kind of. Yeah, I'm an Inquisitor in training. Yes. In, IIT. I was just about to say that. I'm an IIT. IIT Spayburn at your service. Okay. All right. My introductions will be on behalf of the Inquisition. Unless I say something otherwise, then. Fuck. Okay. So I'll, I'll make my way up to uh, my one-armed friend here. I is he busy? Like, I'm not going to interrupt yeah, he's, him. Yeah, he's, like, pointing at things and yelling at people to, you know, do this, do that. Uh, and his back is to you. Okay, so for the moment, I just kind of stand there and observe. I'm just curious to see what exactly the plan is that is currently being... Um, um, uh, wow, my brain is not working today. Uh, executed. Okay. So <clears throat> if you were to listen for a little bit, you can see that he is desperately trying to find a way to get to these weapons batteries to get these space marines into the fight. Okay. Uh, at some point, one of the soldiers in there will... Uh, Colonel, the Inquisitor, is here. And he'll stop and he'll kind of like just look over his shoulder to regard you. And, uh, uh... Thank the Emperor. Come here. I'm sorry, what did he say? Thank the Emperor. Come oh, here. oh. So I step forward. Colonel Hawkins. Colonel, pleasure. Uh, Bannon Spayburn, on behalf of the Inquisition. Here's the situation, Inquisitor. We have a detachment of Space Marines that are being pinned in by these gun batteries. We're having a difficult time dislodging these weapons arrays. They're heavily guarded. How may I be of service? Well, we're hoping that if we run a distraction, you and a small group of soldiers can get in there and quietly take these things out. We're fighting on three fronts. Uh, to the southwest over here, uh, we have uh, an outer rim of enemies. Directly to the west is where our Xenos tech is that we are trying to procure. And now we have this battery, uh, weapons battery up to the northeast. Uh, I don't have the resources to fight all three of these things at the same time. Understood. Uh, who is manning these batteries? From what I understand, it's locals? Uh, there's local uh, cultists that worship the Xenos, but uh, the Xenos the in question have actually come to orbit to secure this tech. You have men to spare. I have uh, a small detachment, yes. Uh, here's, here's what we're up against. And he pulls some kind of like data stick out of his pocket and plugs into the side of this cogitator. The map kind of fizzles away and up comes a video feed from uh, Astro Militarum's helmet, presumably. <clears throat> Almost like a first-person shooter look. Okay. You see like the guy's gun. And you see a couple of guys who are in just regular clothes with guns being mowed down by this guy. 
and you see him entering like a facility that's overrun by vegetation. It's kind of hard to make out because everything is like blue and translucent, so it's a little hard to really see. He makes a right turn inside of this facility and you see two large, almost like cyborgs coming toward him with glowing eyes. And you see him fire a bunch of rounds into the first one on the left and it goes down. The one on the right kind of just looks to it and you see it put its hand out and then the, the one that goes down rebuilds itself and stands back up. And then they both fire on this guy and you just see him fall backwards and he's just staring. The camera is just staring up at the ceiling. By the Emperor. Uh, these things are fuckers, all right. I will attempt to aid in this distraction that you need. In return, by any chance, do you have... <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to hold the microphone like this. What is going on? Dude, I don't know. My brain can't function. The mic can't function. Dude, it's so cold. Oh yeah, that motherfucker's not moving now. Yep. Alright, good. That that thing is fucking <laughs> that's in there. Yeah, I don't know what the Okay, sorry. A fucking mess today. It's on my feet. I'm telling you. <laughs> Disaster. Um On behalf of the Inquisition, I've been sent to procure some psychers. I've been told, I have information, that they would be available on this planet. Perhaps you can aid me in this or point me in the right direction. Oh, so you're looking for sanctioned psychers? Psychers. Um, I, I mean, I'm not sure about local inhabitants. Um... Plant's pretty savage. Uh, not sure if you're going to find any psychers uh, just kind of wandering around, but I I'm sure we have a few uh, sanctioned ones that we can spare for the Inquisition, of course, especially if you uh, are able to help these space marines engage uh, the enemy. Oh, of course. A fair trade. Um, I would think time is of the essence, so... Yeah, just, it's it's incredible. Every time we kill one of these fuckers, they just rebuild themselves. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Interesting. Very interesting. As soon as we found the Xenos tech, the second we went to procure it, the temple that it was in, almost it, it's almost as if it came to life. Came to life? It just started illuminating, and the top, the, the, the summit of this temple started firing some kind of weapons at us. Is it... Would X-5-1 have the knowledge to know what we're looking at? Probably. Okay. She so. is plugged into the Imperial database. Yes. So, Bannon will turn to X-5-1. Uh, X-5-1. 
he almost slips and calls her Genevieve. <laughs> <Gen> <laughs> X51, uh, would you be able to perform analysis on the video that we've seen here? Of course, Nicolaites Paper. These appear to be what the Empire refers to as the Necron Army. Son of a bitch. Necrons are bioorganic cyborgs. Notable for their ability to rebuild each other. Wow, so many questions. In your database, do you have access to a Necron anti-aircraft battery? Unfortunately, those records are damaged. After the rift, some of our information was severed from Mother Terra. Okay. So this artifact, I turn back to the colonel. The, the artifact that you're looking to obtain is contained within that temple. That seems to be... Yes, that's correct. All right. Well, one thing at a time. Let's, let's focus our assets and attention on the anti-aircraft battery. Uh, if you want, uh, Sergeant DeLorean is very interested in going on this mission. He lost his brother in the first incursion. Um, he would really like to join you. Absolutely. Uh, I'll send for him right away, and uh, we'll have a detachment of men meet you at the Eastern Passage. Very well. Thank you. So I'll, I'll exit the tent. Okay. And start heading towards this eastern passage. All right. So as you're going over there, you see five, uh, like eight or ten guys starting to collect. These, these are all space marines. Uh, no, these are astro military. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. There are space marines that they're trying to have come in. Correct. To aid, to aid in the fight. Yes. Okay. All right. So from what I understand, there was a plane that came in. It was shot down by this battery. That that ship contained space marines. Correct. And now the Space Marines survived, but if they try to come through this valley to enter the fight, these weapons batteries are going to chew them up. And right. who knows when they're going to get more Space Marines. All right. So they're working with limited numbers of Space Marines. Right. But they feel the, the basically they feel the Space Marines are the key to this fight because there's a large enough detachment of them that if they get through, if anyone can crush these Necrons, it's going to be the Space Marines. Right. Right. Yeah. You're not going to have some small detachment of Astra Militarum take out. Right. Understood. All right. So then I'll just I'll await the sergeant and the, uh, you know, the team that's being provided. All right. So uh, <clears throat> the team gathers around, and if you were to listen to them, you hear them kind of like not whispering, but they're like, "Oh, apparently Delorean is coming." Oh Jesus! All right. Like they're kind of like whispering back and forth, and it sounds as though they're excited to be working under him. Or hard to tell. It's very like lukewarm reception. It's not lukewarm. It's it's, not. it's a strong, strong whispers. But you you but can't tell either way. Right? If they're pro. Maybe both. It could be both. Okay. Uh. And as you're kind of waiting, if you were to look over your shoulder, you see a hulking man walking towards you. He's got two robotic arms and like a robotic chassis from his like breastplate up and it envelops like the front of his face. He's got like a rebreather attached to himself. 
uh, and long, scraggly black hair. And he is almost as tall as like a space marine. He is a, he's a big boy. And he has this tremendous auto cannon clenched in his left hand. And as he approaches... Ah, Inquisitor. It brings me great pleasure to destroy alien scum with you. I am Sergeant Grell DeLorean. And we're live. I'm sorry, no, we're back. We're not live. Hey, look, I just want to point out, gameplay was great. What's even greater is my snobbery that has developed over the past couple of weeks for, uh, for alcohol. I've always enjoyed alcohol. I think that's fair, right? That's one of the driving forces behind the show. Uh, I have no problem drinking a man's drink in, in whiskey, and we do enjoy, I would say, 99% of our drinks, we drink straight. Yeah. Neat. We, the, we enjoy uh, uh, some libations. Yes, 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 libations. Occasionally, and I think it's, it's mainly when we're provided, uh, provided the alcohol through friends or outside sources that it happens to be some sort of mixed drink. Like, I, I instance, love a good this, cocktail. To be honest, speaking of cocktails, if we had the capacity to do so, I would drink more often on this show uh, old fashions that you, Brian, that you've turned me on to, which are fucking fantastic. And now I'm curious to see what an old fashioned with this Knob Creek rye would taste like, because I think this would be pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, my snobbery. So I went out, and I'm going to recommend this to anybody on a serious note, and I think this is going to be lost because I am truly convinced that nobody listens to us talking after the gameplay. However, based on watching two YouTube channels in, in particular, one is the Whiskey Tribe, and the second is uh, Whiskey.com, I've learned, and at first I thought it was bullshit, but I've learned that to truly appreciate your whiskey like a douchebag, but it works, but you do look like a fucking douchebag, to truly appreciate your whiskey, you should be drinking... <coughs> your whiskey out of some sort of tulip-shaped glass, mainly the Glencairn. The Glencairn glass is the greatest fucking invention ever when it comes to whiskey. You're looking it up? Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, dude, it does something to the alcohol. I well, I, I, scientifically, I, I kind of understand what it does. So when you take a look at like a highball glass or like an old-fashioned glass, what's happening is the whiskey, the evaporation off of the top of the whiskey is not allowing you to actually smell the flavors that are, that are in the whiskey. And the way the Glencairn is shaped, it traps the smell in it. So when, you, when you're going for the nose of the whiskey... Dude, it's, it's fucking amazing how much more you can pull out. I'll give you the perfect... Oh, no, no, no go ahead. The what? question. No, I, I wow. stopped myself because uh, you were going to say uh, something. Why can't you just put your hand over the glass to trap the... Yeah, it doesn't work. I've tried it. Oh. Because you see how like the sidewall curves up? It does something... The way that the whiskey, the vapor is evaporating from the whiskey, it like settles back down into the glass and only allows like a majority of the aroma that's reaching the height of the glass is the smell and what you get in the nose of the whiskey. I see what you're talking about. Yes, the Glen Close Glass. Right. 
Right. She was fucking nasty in Fatal Attraction. However, that was a, a Kirk... No, that was a Michael Douglas movie. Right? Michael Douglas, I think, was in Fatal Attraction. So you put the whiskey, like... Right in her cleavage. Okay. And that's what allows you to smell. It also, from what I understand, might have a hint, yes, <laughs> of fix <laughs> Did you just jump? Holy shit. Look at the forehead on that, huh? Dude, she was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. She was Groot. She was not Groot. She she was... Uh, what did they call fucking Earth? Was it... Holy Terra. Thank you. She was the leader. Of course, I had to pick a woman. Yes, that is Glenn Close. The Glenn Close get. Yep. And you can roll. You're a five for ten. The Glenn Close glass. Yes. Not to be confused with the Glenn Cairn. What what am I doing? Uh five Wow. Five dice, a DN of ten. One, two, three, four, five. You might as well just roll the wrath. Okay. Let's see. You want to count? Count them on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two. Yes, you're almost there. Three. Got it. A third of the way. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you gonna drink or oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh that was great. Well, I think that's a great time to fucking wrap this up. We uh we wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you next week, maybe with a special guest and a very, very, very special drink. Hopefully we don't die. To uh, Die Hard. Greatest Christmas movie of all time. What did you think was going to be said? To John McClane. Greatest detective in NYPD history. To Hans Muber. yippee ki Mr. Falcon. To Glenn Close. You can get Glenn Close glasses cheap on. Oh, that's hard to uh, say. That is a tough one, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Glenn Close glasses. Ooh. So many glues and coos and. Yeah, that's dicey. And pipey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On the first day of Hanukkah. Something about a knee. <laughs>